ओ मुची हेलो दिस इज मुची आई एम ट्राइंग टू स्टार्ट द पॉडकास्ट फॉर यू एंड दिस टाइम इट इज आई हु स्टार्ट द पॉडकास्ट ओके मुची ओके वी आर रेडी यस यस वी स्टार्ट नाउ या मुची थॉट इट बी फन इफ um if he started the podcast he was uh who's very excited to play with technology as he is a little uh he is a little hedgehog and <coughs> he likes having fun like that so thank you mochi for helping and we will begin oh, you are very welcome yes yes yeah so today Oh, what do I have for you today, people? Oh yes, ah uh, yes, another fall coming pumpkin coming to a Starbucks near you. Already at the Dunkin'. Yes, you're going. Wait a minute, pumpkins are out. Yes, it's been out at Dunkin' for about a a week, two weeks. Starbucks it comes out basically we're at the end of August. you know September October it should be out till I would say probably a little before Christmas is when it will run out you know whatever is left over from the fall before you know the winter stuff comes out and then that's a holiday thing that's like you know November December January blah 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 there you go there you have it uh anywho it is yes the start of a season summer's coming to a close it was another summer of fun and my favorite coffee is coming back the kasi cielo for those of you who don't know uh kasi cielo is the fall offering by starbucks that it's a medium roast but it's offered in place of the dark roast when you get like coffee and caffeine and actually actually it tastes pretty good if you brew it like on a batch brew or right in a in a machine uh as it were and maybe like coffee how how do you know this well one it tells you on you know about the coffee and the coffee's like info stuff but two two mhm that well uh, many moons ago when i was um drinking coffee right as a a younger less experienced clavi i actually really liked the kasi's yellow i would <clears throat> i was a uh, dark roast man myself back in the day uh, these days i um I wouldn't say I'm a dark roast man but i do prefer more robust coffees or coffees that are very um I guess you would say very a uh, mouthful. Uh so the Casiello is really one of my favorites as well as the Christmas blend Casiello uh, from Guatemala uh, from the Casi uh, area. It's, you know, basically from one harvest each year and then from those harvesting times they make this batch which is only only available for purchase for the next 3 months or until it runs out blah blah blah. A similar thing with the Christmas blend is that it's um aged sumatra which brings out a different aspect of the coffee because it's kind of sitting around for a bit to 
get that flavor to mature a bit more. And then it is um, roasted and all the good stuff happens uh, from Indonesia. And it's um, pretty good as well, right? It's a kind of a, also a blend. Oh, actually, it is a blend. The Casa CCL is not because it is from one single origin. Um, you know, we'll review single origin, right? Call it from one place. If it's uh, a blend, it's from multiple. So Casa CCL has come back. I'm pretty excited about that. We had a little taste testing today. To spoil the coffee, it's got notes of chocolate and Meyer lemon, so it pairs very well with anything lemony or citrusy, and then anything kind of chocolatey to enhance or um, emphasize certain notes, as we've talked before, as we will keep talking, as I will make my life's mission, or not. I, you know, maybe maybe it's my life missions for the next few years. I don't know. Anywho. Yes, the coffee is great. It's honestly good no matter how you brew it, right? So it actually, the taste comes through if you do a batch brew or a machine or whatever. Um, I'm going to do my usual thing that I do when I get a new coffee. I'll have it AeroPress, French press, and pour over. They're different enough where you can kind of really get an interesting taste. With the AeroPress, you can like play with the grind, and that could affect the flavor. So, if I were to pick a coffee that I would like to have lots of, it would be Casi Cielo. I really do enjoy it. The packaging obviously changed, but I remember last year was green. This year, it's a mix of colors, and that's exciting. So, falls here, and oh yes, yes, I um, I guess one thing I would like to take some notes on for you is adding a auditory component to your food and coffee and drink experiences recently uh, on two occasions so with my event of the party and then more recently I've been trying to just do Not just do, but do coffee tastings and maybe add like that auditory component because it's. I think it helps enhance or uh, shape the experience in a different way, right? We can just taste coffee, but right, if we're sort of like, oh, this sort of this is like the the experience or sort of like this is the world we're going into. Um, so I've been kind of in a Gatsby mode, mood as it were, you know, dancing the Charleston the night away. So those kind of musics have been on my mind. So I have played those of coffee. It's kind of nice because it kind of takes you back literally 100 years to a world that um, honestly, is it that different from today? I don't know. I, I don't know for sure, right? Roaring 20s was a very prosperous time across the U.S., across the world. And I mean, now, you know, we, you could argue in many different ways, but, you know, there's definitely some people prospering these days. Uh, so that's curious that, you know, right. The question of morality and all that was a question brought up in the great Gatsby as you compare the characters of like Gatsby and Nick versus like, you know, the Buchanans and uh, Jordan. And that's kind of the same thing here where you see people who are, you know, kind of like, you know, the elite as it were, and then maybe like the everyday person. So yeah, kind of curious thing. So I think the music is a good way to enhance and sort of take us back and I think, well, 
what was the world like? How were things? Because actually for coffee at that time, right, it was a very different experience, uh, similar to now, just, um, right, it was more like made in mass kind of coffee and it wasn't, uh, you know, industry as it is now for small stuff. And, oh, other note, I almost went to a Druthers Brothers coffee thing in Stony Brook. Long and short, uh, my plans did change, but they did change actually coincidentally with the um, after hours coffee stuff being postponed. So universe had it in for me that uh, Druthers would be in the future. And yes, actually, it's an interesting thing that they are going to offer. <clears throat> It'll be uh, an after-hours menu. So, right, we're talking more of like a post-work kind of drink experience as compared to, you know, strictly coffee or, you know, food in that realm. So that's kind of cool, right? It's, you know, it's innovative because the business is sort of being like, hey, we have this space our main thing is X, but we, you know, have space, so why not add Y? Right, because you think of, like, a bagel bagel place, right? They're selling bagels till about noon, 1 o'clock, and what do you do after that? Great question. Or I used to work in the uh, collectibles card, trading card industry, and, right, that's more of a... From noon, ish, you know, one place is open, open till like later in the night, and you know, some people come, they come after work, they play events, blah blah blah, they buy cards, they sell things, and blah blah blah. Um, so that is interesting, as it were. In hindsight, I, I guess I, I should have tried, and I should have, but you know, in hindsight, the combination of coffee and cards may have been not the worst combination, right? Because coffee is kind of a morning thing. Whereas cards is more of an evening thing. You just have to kind of go to bed and do it all over again the next day. Um, so there you have it. You know, balancing your life and making all the best. But yes, I did have a pretty good experience with uh, some of my friends. It was a um, a food experience from uh, one of their friends. And then from my side, the coffee to um, complete the uh, meal experience. Uh, I've probably, I feel like I've brought this up before, right? Let's say you're going out to a fine dining, a, you know, a seven or whatever course meal. I would argue that every aspect is important, especially right at the end, the coffee and the dessert, because that's your, your last taste. That's kind of what leaves the, you know, the final impression of anything, right? Kind of like. You know, we could get philosophical and like, does, you know, what what matters most in any sort of experience, right? The beginning, the end, the middle, because like, right, like if the beginning strong and the end is like really nice, you know, what really happens? Does it matter? Mm, probably not. So I won't bore you too much with philosophy, but yeah, I think that being able to end a, a really good meal with really good coffee and a good dessert pairing is um, very important. I guess a little story time for me is that I've always really enjoyed ending meals with dessert. Uh, but obviously like good coffee, like, I, I just couldn't get coffee to most places. It's, it's just kind of, you know, most places are, you know, obviously are not really serving coffee that I would, mm, what's the word? Enjoy. 
Um, <clears throat> right. It's, you know, most places just, <clears throat> you know, they have their coffee, they do their thing and, you know, call it a night. Um, right. Cause most places, right. You're going to a place like a diner or whatever. It's just, you know, diner coffee. You know what you're getting. You're, you're not getting best thing ever. Um, but you, if you really want it, it's there. However, for better or worse, my taste buds are in a different place now. So there you have that. Hmm. Other thing on my mind recently has been coffee's role in influencing people. As with anything, anything can really influence anything. It's just how are we presenting, being affected, and using coffee to shape our lives. Because it's interesting, because I get to see a lot of people drink a lot of coffee, and all types of coffee. And it's curious, because I, th- I think a lot of the uh, Starbucks um, clientele are, right, it's, um, they're, they're not drinking coffee for coffee. Or, as I would say, the coffee, right? It's more of a psychological thing versus, like, taste, right? When you're getting this TikTok drink, you know, white mocha, foam, caramel drizzle. Mmm, you know, like, let's just look at the calories. You're looking at four or five hundred, and it's all sugar. Um... So like, obviously, like you're gonna love this drink because like you're you're getting the, the dopamine hit of like sugar, right? When we have cake or cookies or whatever, like it feels great, right? I can't argue with that, right? If if I you know I make cookies or cookie dough, sometimes I eat more than I want, and right, I'm sure you do the same. It just you know you have the sweet thing, it just feels good, and like I can relate to like that experience for customers. Obviously, this is you know the the model of the Starbucks uh, business, as it were. And right, you can kind of see that where um, the fall drinks are going to line up. It's you know, pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice cold brew. Uh, what's the other one? Um, oh, the new one. It's the apple um, crisp macchiato. But this year, oat milk and blonde espresso. Okay, this is actually, I'll give you a little side on flavor. So Starbucks does have the offering that, you know, you can get regular espresso or blonde espresso or decaf, right? Decaf because that, that that's also a thing. And I'll be I'll be straight with you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're just right. If you're just drinking espresso straight, yes, I agree. It, I would say yes. It a hundred percent matters. However, once you start adding sugar and milk, I can't even taste the difference between espresso. It's The notes are really just overpowered by the, right, just the amount of sweetener. So I think that's like an interesting thing. You know, it's like, yes, this drink gets blonde espresso, this gets not. Honestly, we're being straight, because uh, I don't like the word honestly, because that implies you're <clears throat> not being honest. Uh, right, because if I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, say honestly, right? Oh, well, you're not being honest with me? It's an interesting thought. Um... For me, right, it's all about, or coffee, right, it's about taste. It Nothing else matters. How does it taste? 
what flavors come across? Does it come across good? Are you making sure that you know, taste is, you know, consistent or bringing out what you should, well, I don't want to say should be tasting, right? Coffees do have a flavor sort of profile or like, you know, what they're designed or made to taste like. <clears throat> so, right, like to kind of go back to earlier in this conversation, Cossie's Yellow, I can pretty much, you know, in the back, in, you know, back of my mind, imagine what it tastes like, right? This is kind of like Starbucks Cossie's Yellow. It's this kind of taste. Right, it obviously will change your dear, right? As with any uh, soil-based thing, so any food or you know, anything that grows, right? It's def it is dependent on the growing conditions, right, year to year. So that could change. Um, so that's curious, right? That you know, coffee and different crops can taste, or especially coffee, right, grown in certain areas and whatnot. The taste does remain consistent year to year for something like the coffee CLO or the you know, the Christmas blend, which Starbucks offers, which is kind of cool. That despite, right, the world always being in a state of flux, the taste is close enough. Or, right, if you go to a Starbucks and you get a macchiato, you, or a Star, uh, I'm sorry, a Starbucks caramel macchiato, as they call it, uh, you know what to expect, right? And we've talked before about macchiato versus macchiato. A real macchiato is really just espresso with kind of foam on it. <clears throat> And that's, you know, going back to the Italian tradition of uh, coffee. So there there you have it with that. I think that's, <clears throat> so that's, um, how did I even get here? All oh, right, yes, yeah, so I was talking about the new drinks and stuff. Um, yes, they have that. It'll be like pumpkin, you know, muffin, pumpkin, um, scone, pumpkin, whatever, owl cake pop, you know, you know the vibes. <clears throat> actually that's a new phrase i've been like you know the vibes you know you know what you're looking you know what you're getting into um so the box has been good i've been sharing coffee with people at work sharing coffee at you know not work you know me coffee is coffee um i do have a shipment from the cafe crayle coming soon so stay tuned for that Cold brew's been good. I, I've made a few cold brews recently. Uh, definitely a very solid uh, choice. Kind of pretty consistent with the toddy system. Um, you can, you know, make it and use it as you see fit. Otherwise, I don't have any new cafes that I'm planning to visit soon. I, I will go back to... Flux, given the chance, the roastery. Uh, oh, yes, actually, it is a new quarter, so going to the roastery would make sense. Hopefully, they have more of a full <clears throat> lineup of coffees. The last time, it was very sombre kind of coffees, very, like, fruity in that realm of stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I will leave you... I'll leave you with that. You know, just enjoy the coffee that you can get. Have fun with people and make the best of it.